Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. Hello, boy. Coming at you live. It's Shane at the Big Beefing Show. Oh, yes. Oh, is it Monday? Yeah. Oh, did you get... It is Monday, sir. I get I get a little confused because we're, you know, we're on vacation, so time is did kind you, of uh, Did you pull Daniel? Yeah. What? Which number is Daniel's? Oh, crap. I got like four Dude. different numbers for Daniel. That's That sounds about right for Daniel. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll, let me. Well, I added one. Let me just add it to all of them. One of them will have to be the right one. Well, hold on. I don't want you calling some random person like, hello? Hello? (laughs) I'm texting it to you right now. So, hopefully, there. That that one should be it. Aaron, welcome, Aaron. What are you doing at a hotel, Aaron? I'm not at a fucking hotel. I thought you said you would be at a hotel or something soon. Oh, oh, Shane said that. Never mind. Never mind. Shane said yeah, that. Yeah, we're on vacation, so yeah, been staying at hotels. Vacation time, baby. Yeah, we're in the great state of California. See, I wouldn't call it cool. great. Anything cool yet? Well, okay, so today we went to uh, San Francisco, and uh, we decided to start off by going to the beach. So we go down to the beach that's like right beside the Golden Gate Bridge. So, I mean, it's literally like you look up and there's the Golden Gate Bridge. I saw that in one of the photos. I saw that. That was pretty yeah, so cool. We're sitting there on the beach and as we, or we go down there and I look off to the left and there's a couple walking up towards us. I mean, there was, there was a lot of people out. It wasn't like packed, but there was people walking. And they get closer and closer and then come, you start looking at them. They, they don't have any clothes on. Like they're butt oh, naked. Oh, like, they're nudists. Totally naked. Butt you know? naked. It was an older guy and an older woman, and uh, 
they walked about halfway down the beach and then they stopped and the guy pulled out it. I guess they had had their, they had their little, like their camp, you know, their blanket down and he had a ukulele. So he picks up that ukulele and he's got a little dog with him and she goes walking off somewhere. And so he just starts roaming around the beach playing that ukulele, butt ass naked, just kind of walking around playing. Yeah. That sounds like an adventure, all right. You know, <laughs> a butt naked man. You know. so, did you get uh, Did you get the number, Shane? Yeah, I've I've added it. I've sent him the message like three times. Okay, so hopefully we'll. Hopefully we figure out. Did you listen to me and Daniel's uh, podcast? Me and Daniel did. There he is. Hey boy, hey, I'll be boy. right back. Let me get a drink real quick. Okay, mm, oh, drink oh. man. Professional, I told you. First night, first special guest, second, second special guest on Big Beef and Daniel Pimentel. Everybody, it walks off. It fucking well, walks off. You know, apparently, he got other things to do, John. Oh, <laughs> the Big Beef and Show is, is a secondary priority. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I'm not going to be staying up late with y'all tonight. I got to work in the morning. Okay, well, too late. It's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, drop oh. out whenever you're ready. Okay, so anyway, okay, before we get there, then pull in the front street. Aaron, you got anybody? Put somebody on Front Street. Yeah, you got anybody today, or you, you ain't got? Yeah, anybody? yeah. I got a person every day. What do you want to hear this time? Uh, uh I don't know. Someone from outside of work. Someone outside of work this time. Yeah, because I could go on and on about work. So let's do. Let's do outside let's of work. About, uh, let's talk about somebody here in the, the Waco area. Um, one of the guys I'm living with. Uh, you know, when I first met him. So he is from Jordan and while he lived in Jordan, you know, he's almost 40 years old and he, um, he had a good life set up for him in Jordan. Now in Jordan, it's illegal to go from Islam to Christianity. And if they find out that you've done that, you get thrown in prison. Oh, and I don't, mean, I don't mean like in a simple, you're going to go and do 10 years. They're going to keep you in there you renounce Christianity and you convert back to Islam. And even if you do this, not a guarantee that you'll get out. So he converted to Christianity while he was a teenager. Uh, some missionaries came over to Jordan and turned changed his life and all this other stuff. And he was, uh, he was an instrument of, of mission work while he was there. You know, he had his regular life, but then he would secretly have, uh, you know, missionaries over at his house. He would get people together for Bible study and stuff like that. And so in his country, he was doing something that was incredibly illegal. I know that's hard to fathom here in the U.S. because you can go to almost any church that you like here in the United States. But in Jordan, that's not possible. In fact, if you're found out as a missionary actually doing mission work in Jordan, you're a criminal. So they'll put you in jail. Anyway, so he was um, – I'm just trying to give a, a story about this dude just so that you don't, you don't understand that I'm not bashing him for no reason. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, he gets involved with these people, and things start to go south really bad. So they end up going to jail. Uh, this guy that I'm telling you about, he gets them out of jail through a connection that he has. And they get out of there, and they get reunited with their family members that were not put in jail. And they make this great escape back to the U.S. before the officials can actually take them back to jail for more questioning and all kinds of other stuff. And they, they narrowly, narrowly avoided prison time. They were about to go down. Anyway, uh, he steps in and he gets involved. And then the government officials find out that he had a hand in it. 
And they're like, hey, we know that you helped the Christians. So we're going to come after you next. And so in order to show that, you know, he had a lifestyle that didn't implicate that, he started going to clubs. He started drinking. He started, you know, smoking cigars, hanging out with women. And he said, there's no way I can be a Christian. Christians don't do this. Well, they started, you know, talking to his family and his family rolled on him. So he ended up having to flee the country. And when I say he fled the country, somebody came to him and said, hey, if you don't get your stuff together right now, the cops are going to be here in the morning and you're going to prison. So he said, oh, oh OK. So he got his stuff together, you know, like packed a couple of bags and got on a plane. He comes here. This was probably like four and a half, five years ago. He gets here and things for him at the beginning were really hard. He knew English, but he wasn't fluent in English. He had some connections, but he didn't know a whole lot of people here. He was living on support from a family that was paying for all of his needs, and he didn't even have his own car. He didn't have a place to live. He was he was literally a refugee. So, a few years passed by, and he starts, you know, working his way back to the type of life he used to have, and um, he realizes that he can never go home. He can never go back to Georgia. He can never see his family, his, his siblings, none of that ever again. And they're all, and they all know that he turned Christian and they're all ashamed. So they don't want to talk to him anyway. And so he, he just this past year got back in touch with his family at the, um, uh, over the internet. And it, it wasn't a great conversation, but he was able to get closure about how they're doing and what's happened to them since he's been gone. Moving on. So it's been, uh, challenging for him to try to find some stability. He's been living in this house that I live in now for the past three consecutive years. So I moved in here first and then a year later he came and then I left a year after that. Uh, I spent about two years here and then I moved to another house. The family I moved in with, they lived in Michigan and I came back here. Since I've been back here, it's been not even a year not only has he skipped out on paying me my bills, not only has he not cut the grass, not only has he not cleaned up the kitchen, not only has he not taken out the trash, not only has he not put any of the bills in his name, but he's also starting to cause problems with people that I know. This dude had a high standard of living. He used to be a freaking baller back in his, you know, Jordanian days. And I can't understand how he went from that standard of living to live like a freaking pig and taking advantage of people. And you, people are saying that he's causing drama with your friends. I mean, he's dating a girl now, so he's got something going for him. I just don't get it. I'm like, what the heck happened? You got, you got too many problems there. It's not, you, got, you, you, ever, you ever go up to him and say, hey, stop living like a pig? And then, like, yell at him? Uh, yell at him, get in his face, point a finger at his chest? Or just keep saying pig over and over again. No, because that's that's offensive to Islamic people. They think pigs are unclean animals. Aaron, like, why are you still in Waco? Daniel, I can't just pack up and leave. Yeah, why not? It sounds like trash. You almost died two times. You hit your job. Get the fuck out of there. What? I hear, I hear this podcast all the time. Are you just bitching? Just get out of that place. Yeah, okay, sure. Let me go find a job that on the job tree that you know grows jobbies every goddamn day in a town. Well, right just yeah. just, oh my gosh, Aaron, you can there's other jobs out there. Just get out, pack a bag, get out of that place. I would be yeah. gone already. Excellent strategy there, Daniel. Excellent exit strategy. I told him to, I told him to get on Lyft. I'll get him a car. He can drive for Lyft. 
Yeah. Around all day. Just flip them off, Eric. Pack your shit up, walk out, flip them off. Say, I'm out, bitches. <laughs> yep. Y'all figure it out. I left – Um, we have a chalkboard for our spice rack. So it's a spike rack with one of those cabinets that's got a chalkboard on it. And I put a note on there that said that I'm out of here in May. You guys will have to figure things out while I'm gone. Thank God. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't put nothing on there? <laughs> Fuck y'all. And like that. Oh, I can hear Daniel bitching at me because I'm bitching. My situation's tough, dude. You have no idea. <laughs> I, I know. I hear it in every podcast. You almost dying twice. Your shitty roommates. You got to pay for everybody's shit. It doesn't make sense. I would have been long gone. I did sign a lease. So uh, trying to break the lease. Yeah, I would have broke that shit in a minute, boy. That, yeah. I would have been done. Yeah, it's fucked. Damn, just take a shit on your property and leave. <laughs> he, he, he's watching happy, Aaron. Damn, just watching happy. He's watching he, he happy. Show was shit in the bed. That's a goodbye. Thank you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> walking around with a stank ass. <laughs> this is how I want you to remember me. With shit in my ass. I'm out, guys. <laughs> yeah. So when you do leave, Aaron, are you are, are you going to sabotage the place? Are you going to burn the bridges? Or are we <laughs> No, I'm going to clean it up and I'm not going to even tell him when I'm gone. I'm just going to be gone. Ain't that a bitch? They take care of him for all of his money and he cleans his place up for him. Goddamn. <laughs> Why you had to leave Waco? Get out of that place. What's so special about Waco? Dog hair in here. I got to clean the dog hair up. I've got, you know, my hands are dirty when I come home from work and I leave smears and stuff. So. I gotta clean that up. I'm not just gonna leave it a pig. Are you gonna at least get out of that damn town? Shut up, Daniel. Don't tell me what to do. No, what's your, I mean, is it a chick? Just say you're staying there because of a chick. I would understand. It's convenient. My job is here. Don't you hate your job? You got all the answers, huh? What am I gonna do? Where am I gonna go? What kind of job am I gonna have? Uh, we can hit up. We can hit up Jacob, and he can he can get you a job again. Yes, I love that noise, man, I love Jacob. I ain't working for him. Oh. <laughs> says, uh, no French tree for Daniel. Daniel just called out here, so no yeah. French tree for Daniel. No, it's not. Th- it's just uh, just every podcast. He's like mad, mad at his job, <laughs> mad at his roommates. It's like, come on, you gotta do something about it. Every podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aaron, okay. If you, to the, if you listen to the intro, it's a lot of Aaron saying pissed off shit the whole intro. It's, it's depressing. It's like you want to listen to podcasts and you'd be happy. Now you want to kill yourself as soon as you get to work. Daniel, if you're having those kind of thoughts, I would recommend that you speak to a professional. I wouldn't see that. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. All right, John, who'd you want to put on front street? Well, hell, I wasn't going to do nothing, Shane. I was going to say that, um... Oh. How can you bring that up and you say, I'm not going to do nothing? You can't just bring this shit up and not have anything to put in. Putting in. He's putting it in. All right, well, there we go, the awkward pause. I'm going to put my kid on blast, Roger, because last night we were in the hotel, and he's going around the room. He's trying to learn how to walk, so he's lifting himself up onto everything, and he gets at the corner. He gets at the, So he first he gets into the bathroom, and he's happy as hell. 
He's so happy to be in the damn bathroom. He goes underneath the sink and stands up, hits him, hits his head. And, of course, now he's pissed because he hit his head. Uh-huh. And then he goes over to the toilet, stands himself up on the toilet, starts sticking his hand in the water. So I see yeah, him yeah. out of the toilet, and I'm like, Roger, stop. Stop, Roger. And then he turns his face, and then he hits his face on the end of the damn sink again. Now he's hit his head two times. And then where uh, Sarah's making his bottle, getting him ready to lay down for bed, he pulls himself up onto the dresser, and he's just standing there, and he just headbutts straight into the dresser. And, like, his head just started swelling up. Like, he got this big old fucking knot. And we're just sitting there. We're, we're getting on Google to see if, you know, we need to take him to the hospital or what's going on, you know. And, and he's just over there. Yeah, you know, he was fine. I would have put that belt to work, Shane. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I would give him the choice, the belt or the buckle. What? He's man, he ain't even old enough to talk. He ain't gonna make a choice. I'm just joking. It's, it's, it's one of those things though. Daniel's got a point. I mean, at some point you gotta get you gotta get the discipline. And Sarah Sarah does a pretty good job of telling him no. Whenever I tell him no, he just starts immediately bawling. Like he just stops everything and just curls up into a ball almost like he's so you gotta remember Shane you gotta do it early you go it's gonna end up like these damn kids nowadays that just do whatever they want he'll stick out his bottom lip and like he sticks it all the way out like he's like way far out there baby dang man yeah he's been crazy it's been, but you know it, a lot of it's because we've been traveling so his schedule's all fucked up you know because we've been in the roads so damn much man well, uh, well I, I today have... it finally kicked my ass. I've been driving all week, and then today I was just like, "Fuck!" Like it was just, ugh. I don't know how you. I hate driving that much. You drove that much, I'm like, "Fuck that." We drove fuck. all up and down the fucking West Coast, man. I mean, we went from L.A. to San Francisco. I'm not shitting you. L.A. to San Francisco. <laughs> God damn, my gun. One bitch. It's a, it's a, it's a winding highway that goes in and out of these hills, and you can only go 25 miles an hour because you're on a cliff, and I mean, if you look down, I mean, 10 feet, you look down from me, 10 feet down on the side of the road, and it's a drop-off to your death. Like, it's nothing but rocks and ocean underneath there. Yeah. How many But it's cool. I mean, it's real pretty. Well, I, I was going to say today, I had to go down to the to the DMV. I pull in. And they close at 6 o'clock, by the way. They close at 6. Yep. So I roll in. It's like it's like 4.05. I walk up to the door. Before I could touch the door, the, the door handle, a lady pokes her head out and says, "Sir, we're at capacity. You got to come back tomorrow or earlier time. She has me a little card and fucking runs back in. I'm like, well, fuck. Well, that went that adventure. She fucking poked her head off. So you got to do that one of your days off, Joe. Yeah, you can't you just roll up early. in there at 4 p.m. and think yeah. it's, you got to be there early. You got to answer for fucking everything. Yeah. yeah. What are you getting? What's the young? This is common sense shit y'all doing. <laughs> well, I can, I remember. I remember when I got um, when I was a teenager, I got sued, and to get my driver's license back, I had to pay off this attorney. And every time I did it, like I had to prove that I had paid the attorney. And the only way I could prove it is there's three. There was at that time there was only two locations you could go to. One of them was in Austin, and one of them was in Houston. You had to go to one of those to prove it. You couldn't go anywhere else. Um, about ten years ago, they opened up one in um, in uh, Garland. So now there's three, but back then there was only two. 
So we we get in the car because you know I, I have to be able to drive. We go down there to uh, I think Austin was the first one we went to, and I'm not shitting y'all boys. I was in I was at the Austin DMV for like five hours straight. I mean it was a nightmare, and we tried to get there as early as we could, but it was and they didn't turn us away. We just had to sit there. I mean it is literally hell. It's like waiting on a line at Six Flags on the busy busiest day of the year. You know. Dude. What, 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 when I was there, I was walking away, and the guy that I saw said, "Are they turning you away too?" Like, yeah, yep. We came with the peak of a permit season. All these kids are trying to get their permits to drive. I looked around. Oh fuck! Tell the fucking kids everywhere, Shane. Everywhere. Fuck those kids. I was like, damn it, like yeah, the pivot day. Yep. I mean, you could say that. Oh, well. um, you know, I guess because it's spring break and the kids are wanting to get out, you know, and this is the yeah. time to do it. I'm not gonna tell Daniel I saw a homeless person. Cause I don't know what he'll say about that. I saw, I've seen a shit ton of homeless people. Like California ain't got. I mean, we ain't got nothing on California's homeless. They, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's Skid Row, man. We we went there. Yeah, we went by there, and like, there's every corner. There's tents. There's tents. But it's like they've reclaimed the city. Like it's like on the Warriors when they when they were talking about taking over, the homeless had taken over L.A. Like they're all over tents. They're everywhere. I'm like, there was this Chinese guy. No, I thought it was a Chinese guy, but when he stood up, I saw it was a woman because she had big breasts. But at first, I thought it was a guy because the way he looked. But it was this chick, and she was just laying on the bus corner, and she was like lifting her leg up in the air and like shaking her head and talking to nobody and. When we go down uh, Hollywood Boulevard, this one homeless dude was spinning circles in the street, just walking out in the middle of it. <laughs> I told him, I was like, hey, watch where you're going, chief. And I honked the horn at him. And, you know, he just, he didn't care. And he almost got hit. And uh, and then we drive, the hotel we're at right now, there's a Walmart um, across the street. And there's RV camps. Like, these people have put up their RV in the parking lot. And they've posted shop. I mean, they're there for a while. You can tell. These RVs have been sitting. There was a guy up there painting his roof on one of them. I mean, he ain't going. <laughs> like, they've moved in. Like, we're permanent residents now. I mean, it's crazy, man. So yeah. you're saying they need to start opening up the purge over there or something? Well, <laughs> if you did the purge in L.A., I mean, there would be a huge – you'd have to have a you, – you'd make a killing if you started a, a business that cleaned up bodies because it would just be a mass. You just need a flamethrower. Well, you could get a flamethrower on too. But you know, I mean, and then when then you're gonna have the smell of baked flesh because these people are not ever smell the body burn, Daniel. They're, they're oh the yeah, it's nasty. Then we've got a body burn before. Daniel. Don't worry about it, John. <laughs> they don't smell and burning body. Hopefully, it wasn't you burned yourself, like when you were cooking your pizza or something. <laughs> John, what you what you tell me about Daniel cooking a beefaroni? What do you? Oh, I'll break the shit out of that. He burnt, <laughs> he burnt that macaroni and he was still hungry and he's still trying to fucking eat it. And then he threw it into the backyard and it's, it's, it still smelled bad that whole week. John, John came around the corner. He's like, he's burning beefaroni. <laughs> well, Dan was always falling asleep. Oh, shit, my pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, they was always tired. So I remember one time I looked in that oven and I just saw a big old black piece of char, and I was like, "That used to be a pizza." No, the funny part was they poked at it, think it was still good. I think it's still good. I think it's still good. I think the middle part's still good. No, I can't do the burnt pizza, man. That's just no. It's a fine line. You you went fancy, Shane. You get that fancy rotating pizza thing. Yeah, yeah, the pizzazz. 
Yeah. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, we still use it. We use it all, all the time. Sarah uses it almost uh, every, at least once a week. We use we use our uh, our uh, air fryer a lot for the for uh, hot wings. That well, for air fryer, air fryer is good for reheating French fries. Like if you get French fries at a fast food place and they go mm-hmm. stale, throw them in the air fryer and it'll make them good. Daniel, you still eat a lot of Chinese food? Oh uh, yeah, sometimes it's still good out here. I had to stop eating Chinese food. That's how I got so fat eating Chinese food all the time. Oh yeah, I mean, I do it on special occasions, but man, it's good out here. Especially this place now called Ninja. I love it. Where's what's it called? Ninja. Ninja? Yeah, that? it's <laughs> off of Cooper in all in Arlington. Oh okay, I haven't been over there. You never I see love it. You never see him coming to your table. You food. It, oh uh, Shane. <laughs> We ain't gonna miss. Uh, uh, Uh-oh. We ain't gonna miss. Oh yes, Shane. Uh-oh. There, what there happened? Was, there you go. Thank you, sir. Make a day. Hey, John's happy now. He can he can he can go on and live, lead a happy life now. God damn! I was like, damn! I thought that's that's the worst joke I ever made. Thanks, thanks, Sarah. Sarah saved me right there. You know, that's <laughs> the one that she'd be hysterically laughing at is when John says some shit. Like Daniel says, I like going to the ninja, and Dan, Dan says, "Well, you'll never see him bring your food," and then she just thinks that's just hilarious. Toss <laughs> ninja stories everywhere. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> John, you're with it, boy. You're with the joke of the day. <laughs> it's always good when you hear someone laugh. Though. It's good when you actually hit the bone. You funny bone. It's good. It's a good feeling. <laughs> Yep. Yep. That's the joys of being on speakerphone. No, it's a restaurant, John. They only sell food. Well, I didn't know that. Like, they sell like, other signs, like they sell ninja stuff. Like, that, that. Oh, deal. It's no. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's food. <laughs> God damn, John. Damn. <laughs> what, you, what, you think you get armor or some shit at the ninja store? Yeah, there is. A, there was a ninja <laughs> store over there off of uh, Abram, right? Wasn't there? A oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty cool store. You get the nunchucks and all that shit. Well, I was gonna ask you, is she still there? Is she still there though? I haven't checked. She probably is. Do you still have all your ninja gear, Daniel? Hell yeah, let's do it in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> you should dress up like at the Halloween one year, like go to work dressed up as a damn ninja. <laughs> oh, you can't wear something to cover your back, your face though. They, oh, they no, kind of. Yeah. Proud all that. Yeah, that's right. You could be putting out products with fucking like uh, like kicking, throwing it up in the air and then kicking it onto the ship. <laughs> funny. Awesome. It's funny, y'all. Why aren't you laughing? <laughs> oh man, awesome. Shane. If someone could do that, kick it the, uh, onto the shelf, that'd be awesome. I like it. <laughs> yeah, we know you would. Yep. What are you about to oh say, Shane, Dan? but uh, uh, we got this new guy at work. Oh boy, it's like every time we get a new person, he's young already. So as soon as I saw him, I know he was a piece of shit. Yep. But where he goes up to me, he's like, "Hey, how do you clean a wet spill?" I was, I was so close to telling him, "Hey, yeah, uh, it's easy. You go clock out, or go home, look at yourself <laughs> in the mirror, and snap your neck, because <laughs> yeah, we don't need you here." Hardcore man. 
Yeah. How are you like 20 years old and you don't know how to clean a wet spill well, or water? He was asking if he needed to get the, the special powder. Hey, no, no, Shade, no, Shade, no, no, no big excuse for him, Shade. If you're 20 years old, Shade, you should know to get paper and just wipe it, and that's it. I thought you were gonna say that you get a phone and you call your mom. Oh, maybe he he didn't want to break the rules. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Some people you got to tell them exactly what to do before they know. You know, I mean, he was just asking for advice. See, Daniel, that's 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 a leadership. You could you could have taken the initiative to show that kid. No hell, no. I don't know. What are you doing? Left to right, up and down, dumbass, up and down. <laughs> but but it's, it's crazy seeing because our our schedule is like four a.m. to one p.m. and he's a young guy, you know, he's twenty. He parties like almost every day. He's always like called in like to his limit. He's like, man, I really want to go to this party tonight, but I don't want to get fired. I was like, I'm I'm encouraging him to go to the party. I was like, man, go to the party, just relax, have fun, have a couple of beers. <laughs> You know, you know, wishing that he would get fired. Fucking devil's advocate, dude. He's the, the devil on your shoulder, whispering in your ear. Well, I, I can imagine Daniel has to deal with a bunch of dumbassery like every day. Oh yeah, every day. Crack. Try that cocaine. <laughs> the, the, the worst ones, Shane, are the customers. Do you work here? No, I'm just wearing a smock with the Walmart insignia on it, just for fun. <laughs> but yeah, you like know, style. you know, you know what I know. I'll get that. I'll get that. Sometimes I'm just in there wearing my normal clothes, and they'll be asking me those kind of questions. Did this Sarah used to walk in there like she wore this? She brought like a blue shirt, Can't and people were like asking her. Yeah. Did she throw that shirt away when someone asked her? Hey, there? Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, you got to be careful, boy. You go in there with khakis and a, and a blue shirt, and it's game time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't you ever go into a Walmart and don't and don't go into a Target with a red shirt and, and, and khakis because they'll be the same thing. I never had asked me at a tar- I never had them ask me at a Target before, but it'd be weird though. Like, no, no, I, I, I don't. Oh, you had a red shirt on? Yeah, I guess Target patent the red shirt. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I saw a dude get uh, in Target. Oh, do you need some help, man? Okay. I saw a dude. He got he got into the back room. And because uh, all he had was a red shirt on, like it wasn't even like a polo shirt, just a red shirt. And he was in the warehouse and uh, asked because finally the manager had to go over there and say, "Sir, could you please stop talking to people?" <laughs> just can be just can be an associate, huh? Yeah, infiltration. I heard oh, that happens a lot, though. I heard it happens a lot, <clears throat> but no doubt. Well, I remember that one time me and Dan were walking to the car room, leaving work, and this girl. Say we were dumbasses because we didn't have a lighter on us. She oh, she was been drinking, boy. She yeah. dropped off her ass. Yeah, like, she, she called us names and stuff. Like, man, we don't have a lighter. Like, yeah, but the- yeah. You, you, me, were like, you, me, were laughing about it. You, me, were like, I was like, can you believe that lady? Kept, <laughs> no, she followed us. She kept following us. Like, man, we don't have a lighter. You bastards! You're probably gay. I'm like, damn, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to go to our car, man. We're trying to leave work, and she's following us, insulting us. Like, all right, well, another day in the life, I guess, you know. That's pretty extreme. 
Oh Great. yeah, Shane. One time, uh, we had to close the store down. We had to go uh, go on our lunch. It went outside because they were, they had to do something for hours. So we're outside, and customers are trying to come in. Like this one, this couple try to come in, but they're like, "Oh, it's closed." And this chick was like, "Get her ass Walmart." This I mean, we were laughing because it's like you try to walk into a Walmart with no shoes on, and you calling it a ghetto ass Walmart. <laughs> Some people just ain't got that, no class. Yeah, that's what get a trash that tries to come in every day. I seen a lady smoke a cigarette, walk in the door, and throw a cigarette into the buggy. Like that didn't happen. Didn't put it out. Just it. I Damn know. trash, boy. Yeah, we're, putting, we're putting customers in Walmart. Well, I wish that lady wasn't so rude at the uh, the DMV. You know, she was like, "Wait, fast, you gotta come back later." Like, well, man, I just want to. Uh, yeah, man. Joe, Joe, what time did you try to show up over there? It was four o'clock. Four p.m. <laughs> Yeah. 4 p.m. Yeah, and you thought like, some shit was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You got to get there more like yeah, an eight. Yeah, that was too late. Oh, boy. Yeah, four, four is too late. I mean, if you tried to get there like at nine or something, you'd probably have been okay. Well, no one told no. me that. No one 9 a.m., John, not p.m. Yeah, dang, damn. You just this like common sense stuff. People should know. Never go there at, at PM. Just go AM. Tell, tell them when to go, Daniel. Tell them again. <laughs> I'm still I, I'm still not done with you, sir. <laughs> you didn't get out of there. Uh oh. <laughs> but I'll leave you alone, Aaron. You, you said you got problems, but God dang, I would have left. I'm working on it. Okay, I hope so. Waco life ain't no joke. He wants to have the air. He doesn't eat such kind of lollipops. They, they want you in a podcast one day and say, I ate a lollipop today. It was the best lollipop what? I ever had. That's I wanted to be positive one day. <laughs> <laughs> I did a couple of good positive podcasts on my channel, damn it. <laughs> I want I want to see Aaron smile again. <laughs> man, those things. He was all happy and shit. He's been through the ground, man. This job's taking it out of him. I know. We almost died twice. I would have left the first time. Aaron, how 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 was today? Uh well the accident that I had was not last weekend, it was the week before. Oh, okay. So we've already gotten past the accident and said that we got to do what we got to do to be more careful. Oh, okay. So you didn't get a reprimand. I find, yeah, I find it funny that that was like three days after my busting my hand up pretty bad. They had us doing more dangerous shit. They couldn't Man, get the problem for a week. Did, sounds, did, it, sounds rough. did it get the equipment they said they were going to get you? Um, well, no, no. And so let me tell you about what happened here Uh Last week, not this week, not yes, not today, but last week. It was last Wednesday. We had this uh, motor that weighed around thirty-eight thousand pounds come into our shop, and we should not have been working on a motor this big. But our new senior fucking production manager for all of Texas wanted it to come to Waco Evans for whatever reason. I don't know, but anyway, he made that decision and ended up coming here. So we get it, and first of all. The parts that are inside of the motor are too heavy for us to even be working on. So they had to spend money just to get the equipment upgraded to handle this motherfucker. Then it gets built and all the work gets done to it. We've lost money on this job already. So it's coming to me and we got to work on it. And I have 
two guys getting on top of it and spinning it by hand. And then I put electricity onto it and increase the spin. And they have to climb down and hurry up and get off of it before it starts spinning too fast and hurts one of them. Man, man does someone need to call OSHA? They you said if, they, if OSHA showed up, they'd lose the, the business would have to close. They'd go bankrupt. So, so let me – no, it, well, it wouldn't go bankrupt, but um, this guy came in and evaluated us for, uh, for a fee. And he gives you a list of things that OSHA can find you for. And so he came in and looked around and he said, right, I'm going to give you this list and you should work on it because if OSHA comes in today, they're going to give you $2 million worth of fines. And if they would have given us $2 million worth of fines, they would close that place down and nobody would have a job. Well, don't ask Daniel. Daniel say, do it. Do it, Aaron. Do it. <laughs> Aaron, God damn, boy. Get out of that yeah. damn job. I, I, I wanted to call the Better Business Bureau and have them come out and start investigating because – they do some um, – so we, we strip this copper, and the copper comes out of the components. Now, when we strip copper out of that, we clean it, and we sell it to a vendor that comes and picks it up. What they do with that money, it doesn't come to us. It doesn't come to the, our equipment. They, they build it. You need it now? Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. No, I was talking to her. It sounds illegal, Aaron. It sounds like someone's pocketing that money. So, so yeah, well, they, they've money. already said that. They've already said somebody is pocketing that money. Didn't they buy? So didn't they, you know you're working at a bad job. You're working at a, a job that's stealing shit. Didn't they do a cookout for y'all though, Aaron? Like to make things better. Uh, so our multi-millionaire CEO came and brought down some beer and steak, and uh, this was probably my second month there. He um, he cooked for everybody because we had just had. Uh, I think we had just made about seventy-six million dollars of for the year. Oh, shit. Before I showed up, they made $86 million. And when I tell you, okay, so how did we find out that our company made $86 million? Because it's a private company. You can't just go in and find their earnings. You know, try they're not reported to some market or anything like that. So what happened is our delivery guys and our truck department had gotten a lot of fines from the Department of Public Safety. And so we had to have this big meeting. This, Like I said, this is before I got there. We had to have this big meeting, and the management team decided to get everybody in on it. So they bring everybody in, and they do a video call with the highway patrol. And they're the guys that pull over delivery trucks and give them fines. And so um, they, the sheriff or the highway patrolman or whoever he was, he gets on the camera, and you got all the Evans employees in there. And the first thing he asks, he's got a big old dip in his mouth. He says, so, uh, Evans, Waco, how much money y'all make last year? And it got dead quiet. The, 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 the plant manager was in there, and he did not want to answer that question. He didn't want to tell him how much we made. But he ended, up, he ended up saying $86 million. And everybody that's in there says that it was so the, – the, the employees were so angry that the walls were starting to fucking glow because everybody was so hot. And I know that's an operation, but you get what I'm saying. Because what they tell us, they don't they don't act like they make that kind of money. They act like we barely get by month to month. People ask for raises. People ask for new equipment. It's like, no, we don't have the money. We don't have the money. You made $86 million in profit last year. Wait, 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 wait. $86 million in profit? Or does that include the overhead? So the overhead from the $86 million, um, the last I heard was about 28. So all in the profit was like 50 something million. 
So fifty million pure money in the bank for the company goes goes to the CEO and the owners and uh, goes into Evan's bank account. Yep, well, that's balling, man. That's why you got to be a CEO, boy. <laughs> that's all you gotta do if I, if I make it that long without dying yeah there, you gotta quit become a ceo or something that's all you gotta do yep yeah that's the that's that's back to success i'm glad you guys were able to give me that expert today. <laughs> look at that free free leadership for you just quit your job become a ceo that's it of what i don't know pick something Come they CEO. have a they have ceo schools you can go to you can learn to be a ceo Yep. yep. Well, I, a lot of that money comes from the copper that they sell. That they um, because we we strip the copper out of these motors. We do that work. So and un, unspooling, it. unspooling it. Uh, no, you cut it and you yank it out. Oh. How long does that take? Um. So we had a we had a really good guy that could do it, and he could do you know like he could do three to four motor strips in an eight hour period, right? And that's that's really putting in some work, and uh, he, he ended up leaving because he had a criminal record, and they wouldn't hire him, and they wouldn't give him any more money or benefits. And so he said, "Well, if you guys aren't going to hire me on and give me, you know, dental and medical, then I'm going to go a place to that will, and they'll give me more money." And that's what he did. Hey, good for him. He did. <laughs> but since he's left. We've gone through 15 people to try to get them to do that job, and none of them can do it. Hmm. Yes. They should have kept him then. There's an art to do it. They should have. And so just more of an idea about what's happening here. Um, When I first started, we had 30 employees. We've got less than 20 right now. We've got less than 20 employees, and we still don't have enough money to give people raises. We still don't have enough money to get the fucking ventilation system by the dip and BPI tank that needs to be installed. Because if it's not installed, we get so goddamn dizzy from the fumes that we have to work in. So, Aaron, why are you still there for? Please make me make me understand, Aaron. I just want to understand why you're there. Why why are you working at that place? I just want Break it down to me, Corolla style. Just, just tell me how. Why? I've never made fifteen dollars an hour before, and then I can't go anywhere in Waco and make fifteen dollars an hour without a fucking. Yeah, you know what that means? Get out of Waco. Where am I going to go? That's the thing, Daniel. Is where am I going to go? I don't have no money to get a fucking apartment somewhere. And if I did get an apartment somewhere, where am I going to fucking work to pay for the apartment after I get in? It's not like I can just go out and get a job tomorrow and be like, "Hey, let me get started right now." Uh, yeah, sure. Come on, sir. You're hired. Great job. Okay, thanks. Let's let's get this going. That's well, that's how easy it is, Daniel. No, it's not that fucking easy. Well, I don't know, Aaron. Well, what you would do is you, you would have to get a, a couple of jobs until you find a good one, and you just keep living. I did that here in Waco, and it sucks. I was working three jobs at one time. I mean, do you have family members, though? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, you get, I mean, you're not now, the only one. I put on blast. I yeah, offered yeah. him to come stay with us. I, I told him. I had it. It was on the table. He could have been living your house. Yeah, yeah. would have been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> now they just found that out. You? Okay. Are you I'm, I'm just trying to simplify it a little bit for you. I can't have. I can't. You know. I could. I couldn't move Aaron M rent free. I mean, we got to pay the bills. I, mean, I know. I know. But there, there has to be an easier way to get you know, to where he's not going to die in hey, like Daniel, two weeks. Daniel, you heard the song, Daniel. There's no easy way out. You heard <laughs> it. Good movie. 
for man. In all seriousness, I'm looking at a uh, security contractor job that pays really good. Back over. See, there's positivity right there. There you go. Back overseas. Finally, finally. It would have a. It has a uh, an assignment in in Kandahar. That's where you would go. Yeah. What what is it? Workplace? Afghanistan. Oh, anywhere away from Waco. That's all I'm going to say. What? It just sounds like ever since he got on a podcast, Waco just sounds like shit. So I'm sorry. Better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're trading, you're trading electricity for gunfire and IEDs. I don't know. Well, if I get killed for my job, I at least want to be making six figures. Well, well, well you know, hey, you know, if you you love your job, like you know, that's all they say sometimes. As long as you what company? What company are you looking at, Aaron? Halliburton? Garda. Not nah, Garda. 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 Are the, what's their uh, training requirements? Are their what's their qualifications? Uh, no, I've, I've sent them my resume and my uh, my military documents and all that stuff. The, one of their recruiters saw my LinkedIn profile and reached out to me. Huh. What, what was that? Back in. <coughs> well, how, would how you do it? Take? Fuck yeah, I would do it, dude. That's $350,000 in two years. You, what would you do with the money? Not live in Waco. That's Get out of Waco? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't spend the money over there, though. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go back to college. I I clear up all my traffic tickets and get, and get a new car. And I mean, I, I I do all kinds of shit with that kind of money. I, I finish the rest of my books. I mean, I, I take like three years off of work and and just do what I wanted. But wouldn't yeah, you that's baller your, money. That's baller your, money. Uh, yeah. When you have to right keep here. doing it, though, I mean, you can't just stop, right? I mean, I, no, well, see, I'd, I'd have to. They give you okay. So when you rotate into country through a contractor, you do time in there, and then you get time off for being there. You don't just do like the military and do seven months in, twelve months off, and then seven months again, or seven months and ten, or seven months and nine. Which I think the battalion I was a part of. They did seven months and ten. So seven months in country, ten months back home. Seven months in country, ten months back home. With the uh, with the private contractors, do they do they normally look for special forces, or will they take somebody who is a corpsman or you know an infantry? They'll take guys like me, especially guys that have infantry combat experience, which I had in Iraq. Okay. Well, good luck. How, how many tours did you did, Aaron? Just asking. Uh, I did a tour to Fallujah in 2008. I did a tour to Afghanistan from 2011 to 2012. There you go. That, that makes you look good right there. Yeah, I put together um, a pretty comprehensive uh, package to try to detail. You know, I did all these patrols. I did these sort of security operations. I worked with officers way above my pay grade. And guys like me, you, you're trying to privatize the war in the Middle East to take some of the burden away from the regular military and they're trying to do more uh, mercenaries and special forces, special operations guys, because with those you're, you're getting a lot less collateral damage and you're getting a lot less burden for healthcare because all these people are coming back with, you know, blown up bodies and stuff. Mom wanted, mom wanted Aaron to go over there to work in a warehouse, didn't she? KBR. Yeah. I forgot all about that. I'm glad you brought that up. 
when uh, when do you hear back from them or when they said they'll get back in touch with you i'm gonna i'm gonna call them again next week and try to set up a, a meeting with their recruiter but they said yeah to you they already said okay or uh, no he, he um he said to, to check in with me after you've submitted your application Oh, that, sounds like, that sounds like a solid job, you know. You, know? you got to get evaluated and you got to go through their training camps. And they they don't just pick you up off the street and you've got to, you know, I've been out of the military for five years, but I want to go back. Well, you got to get re Are you still in physical shape or yeah, are you – Peak physical condition, yeah. Just fine, man. Thank you what? for asking. I mean, I'm not calling you a fat ass. I'm just asking, <laughs> you know. Just, I'm, <laughs> I heard, I heard the from, from one to ten, how are you? From from one being normal and ten being army ready, what where do you fall in? Army ready? You know, oh, ready, like, you ready. Know, think, man. Well, well, I mean, like at the boot camp ready, your boot camp straight at the boot camp ready. Like, where are you at? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good to go. If they wanted to slap me back in boot camp, I'd be okay. I've already been through it. I know what to expect. So you're saying you're about nine, about nine, ten, you ready? Boot camp ready? Yeah. Put me in, coach. I'll go. There it is, Shane. He'll be all right. Yep. He'll be all right. Yep. Walking the park. Yep. Bad park, but, you know, deep Ellen park, but, you know, Ellen park. Well, are you, what about your book? Is there uh, anything going on with your book? Yeah, I got a um, reviewed manuscript sent back to me, and the uh, agent said to, look over it and uh, go make any changes I want to make and kick it back to them and they'll start production. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sounds, hot. Sounds hot. There you go. Have you, have you went over it yet? Yeah, I saw a bunch of minor changes that they just did with punctuation and that, that kind of frustrated me. I was like, man, I'm paying all this money to y'all to put, put this thing in, in, in print and you're just going to check some fucking commas and periods? What the hell? I could have done that. There's some people, though, that, that that shit matters to them. If you don't have the proper punctuation, they can't read. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you got some grammar analyses. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta get it ready for everybody. Well, but that, well, yeah, because you know, we, we, we don't put a change there. Daniel Smith. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you the truth, sir. <laughs> That's a piece of shit. And throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> It, take, it, it takes a lot to read a book. I mean, you really got to have – to get somebody to read a book, you really got to have a good hook. You know what I mean? John, did your Great Nights book ever show up? Yeah, it's here right now. Yay! You did not tell me it's this thick. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's like, an omnibus. It's only there's, – there's, I think there's three different stories in there. I, I saw that. I saw. I, it's I the Great Nights, book. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I oh, saw, yeah. Yeah. I thought this was one book. I'm like, what the hell? Like, okay, there's three stories in it. Like, okay, that makes sense. I thought this fucker was all one book. <laughs> and it's two more. You better go on vacation, boy. Like that sucker out. It's going to take time off work just to finish it. <laughs> wait, 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 John. Uh -oh. Who gave you permission to read? <laughs> God damn it. I don't want your bike or the place that this, this need to be. <laughs> no imagination. I'll just play with you, John. Oh yeah, we only got one Hitler. We don't need another one. That, 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 that's the next uh, bumper right there, Shane. Right yeah, there, you don't want you to learn. <laughs> 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 John was taking that newspaper out of his hand and shouting at him that he didn't know 
read in public. <laughs> that's one of the best moments I remember. No, I was reading the newspaper. No, boy, no, boy, no, boy. I, I, you, you, I saw your mouth. You were kidding, boy. I had to slap it out of your hand. I was reading it. He knocked at my hand. And he said, how you reading it upside down? I picked it up upside down. And that's what he said. He said, hold it up like John. Like, God, there you go. Yo, you know I had to give you a hard time on that one. <laughs> Daniel walked in there and he's like, John. You know you don't have to don't know how to read, John. Mike, <laughs> the paper. John picks it up. Daniel's like, John, it's upside down, John. <laughs> what the hell? What I, had, I had to jump on the opportunity on that one. <laughs> what can or the constant slapping, Daniel, at every shave. The constant slapping. No, no, no. Okay. That one time I slapped you in the face was an accident. You just shaved. And I thought I just pulled my hand back a little bit. I didn't mean to slap you that hard. That motherfucker was loud. I wasn't trying to do that. But I guess because your, your, your face was so smooth, it just went. <laughs> Dude, but the expression of John, y'all missed it. The expression of John's face was like, <laughs> it was like Daniel, but <laughs> yeah, he looked like he wanted to kill you. Oh yeah, John was John got John, John was all happy. He got insta mad. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget. Daniel would come home from work, and John would be upstairs. And he would smell the shaving cream and be like, oh, John, you shaving boy? I'm going to come up there and look at it. <laughs> no. Let's tell everybody right now, Daniel. Let's tell everybody right now. Why can't I never get jalapenos, Daniel, on my goddamn burger? I don't, I don't know, boy. It's, it's, not, it's not human, boy. You don't need that shit. <laughs> Daniel, I said jalapenos on my burger. What no. <laughs> John, you don't need that shit on your burger, John. The burger's just perfect. You don't have to add all that bull crap. What did I do one time, Dale? You said you wanted a cheeseburger. I didn't get cheese for you. What happened? You tried to kick me out the goddamn door to go get you cheese on that burger. <laughs> you know I was just joking. No, Dale, you were mad. You were mad. John, John, come on. No, Dale, the problem, we've been talking about getting one of those jalapeno cheeseburgers like all day. We were saying, man, this is going to be good. This is going to be good shit. And I'm sitting there eating mine, and I'm like, damn, John, this is good. And he's like, man, Shane, I want a jalapeno burger. Daniel, go get me one. For the rest. When you, when you were walking to the car, Daniel, what were you thinking? Were you like, yeah. Uh, you I ain't going to do it. Shane, you, 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 you know in the back of my mind, it was not going to come back with any jalapenos at all. Oh, I had that planned. I was laughing probably all the way over there. This is what you're thinking about that. I've, I've never seen John so disappointed in anything in my whole life. And I've seen John run races before. I've seen him compete in athletics. And, like, never seen him as disappointed as that fucking day. Every time. And I didn't give up asking you. I don't know why I didn't give up. I can't want to believe it. I kept believing that, that one day, Gary's in the burger hall with Hal Payne. I don't know why you keep asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time after that was on purpose. <laughs> you know, I mean, you... Jalapeno on a burger is some good shit. You just, you just like seeing me mad, didn't you, Dale? You just like seeing my face mad. You just love it. You just love it. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Daniel, you remember that time you told Michael to get the hell out? Like you just slammed the door. I meant that shit. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna keep on moving back and forth every time? He's did that. He's done that six times already. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't you, matter. Doesn't you get you get tired of that shit. Yeah, doesn't matter. He can't hear no more, Daniel. He can't hear you no more, Daniel. Uh, 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 no so it doesn't matter now. Doesn't I don't. I have of you and and Michael is when Michael kept asking you, well, what if this happened? 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 And you just got tired of hearing him. You just kept screaming at him, Michael, shut up! 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 It's bad because Marco got paranoid. I remember when uh, was it Obama got like uh, elected and then he became president. And Mike was like going to these news sites, these fake news sites, talking about oh uh, Obama's going to do this. And Mike was like, Daniel, do you know Obama got a big guillotine? And he's going to cut people's heads off. I was like, Michael, that's, that's are you for real? It's all true, by the way. It's all true. Daniel's saying Michael believed that Obama had this giant guillotine. That he would take like ten people's head through and cut people's head off at ten at a time or some shit like that. That's uh, that's pretty rough. That's a rough way to go because you can still see your body. Like it takes a few seconds for your brain to actually die. So yeah, it's not cool. Yeah, Michael <laughs> believed it. You know. Um. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a rough deal. That's a, all right. And uh, I I don't know where he went to to go find this news. At, I mean, this fake news at, but oh. That boy would tell you some crazy stuff. Yeah, I remember. I can remember Daniel get off. Daniel was working the late shift overnight, and he get off work, come home, try to go to bed, and John was like, "You know, Daniel, go downstairs." So Daniel go downstairs, and then John would come up uh, downstairs and be like, "Daniel, go upstairs." Yeah, that's a bullshit. <laughs> the what? Girlfriend Tina would come home. Daniel, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she felt, the oh, one okay, time I yeah, remember, she, they was at work and they heard gunfire and they would hit the ground. Yeah, what, what do you do? You, you hear gunfire like whizzing by. Yeah, then you, 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 oh, man. That was like my that first week in Arlington. Did that happen over there at the ballpark? Yeah, my mom wanted me to come back after one week. Oh, damn. It was Sorry, bad. Keep going. got to be at work in the morning. All right. Yeah. You have a good one. All right, Aaron. Have thanks a good one. Dana, thanks for joining us, bud. Uh, you too. I see you. Right. Yeah. Good time having by all, Shane. Good time. Yeah, man. That's pretty good. Uh, so, Daniel, are you wanting to join in on the podcast regularly, or is it just every now and then? I'm, I'm going to try to because I I get off Tuesday, Wednesdays, because I told John, I said, like, yeah, yeah, just catch me on the right time because, you know, I work at 4 a.m. in the morning, so, so – so it might have to be either Monday nights or Tuesday nights when you try to get you because you won't. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, the be best bet. Well, John, John's real big on pushing the format on us, and we're trying, but I don't know how good we're doing. Yeah, the format's pretty good. It's, I think they said like four is perfect, but five. I forgot what someone says. Like five is like chaos because you got yeah. like everybody's trying to chime in. One guy's talking for thirty minutes, but it's an hour show. It's like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, sometimes you can let Aaron go and you can turn him loose and he'll knock out 15 minutes. No, no, no. I went one time he was talking about Warhammer for 30 minutes. I mean, it's interesting, but that was like 30 minutes he was talking about Warhammer, which is, you well, know, that, 
That was, that's my fault. Half that's my fault. I want to hear it. Like, oh, like, oh man, I'm burning time up. About but, but, but you got remember, John, you did that two times. He's still yeah. talking about 30 just, minutes of two just, shows. It just comes to me, Daniel. It just comes to me like, I want to ask Aaron this question real quick. And Aaron just start firing away. Just start firing I mean, away. Yeah, it's Warhammer's interesting. Books. I like Warhammer. He read all those books, so he, he knows all that shit. It, it's good he knows, like, the details on it and stuff. It's pretty cool. But, man, he would knock out 30 minutes, though, talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that kid can talk about some fucking Warhammer, man. He'll take you to school on that shit. He'll t- he can teach a class on it. All my knowledge, I like. I think I read Wikipedia one night. I played a couple of video games. Like, I don't know that much. I read the Great Nights, but that's about it. Yeah, I think we played the game, and you told me a little bit about the Great Nights. Like, yeah, they go to town, this is this. And that's, you know, that's our knowledge right there. Then, But Aaron, man – he would knock out some time on that sucker on it. Yeah, he knows it all. Mm-mm-mm. Well, boys, we're almost at an hour. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll try it again tomorrow if we can. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want, I'll be ready. I'm, I'm on day off. All right. Oh, uh, John, I was gonna tell you, I had a veggie burger tonight. I saw that. How was it? He hated it. It's okay. He hated it. No, I think he hated it. He hated that damn it, it just wasn't, it wasn't special. Like, it wasn't, like, really good. It was just like, okay, yeah, it's, it's fine. If you want to try something good, I need to find out. Uh, I tried a few veggie burgers. I don't know. Boker, another uh, burger. And they're pretty good. But uh, but I'll tell you, when I'm going to try them out again. I, I think it's the Boker burgers that you would probably like. They, 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 to me, they're, like, legit, almost like the burgers. Well, so far we've had we've had seafood twice. Like uh, the day before last, we had a halibut right off the coast, and then we had uh, clam chowder today, and then I had that veggie burger this afternoon. So it's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you do, just try out different foods. Don't go to damn McDonald's because we went on vacation one time. They wanted to go like breakfast always at McDonald's. I was like, we can get yeah, McDonald's no. anytime. Yeah, I can't stand that shit. Sarah did that in New York. We went to New York. <laughs> You can get anything right there, in New York. You know, all Ugh. the places you can go to in McDonald's. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to sign off for tonight. All right. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for joining, Daniel. Daniel. I'll talk to you later. All right. Oh, Daniel. Oh, huh? Daniel, what did you think about our new intro? It's pretty funny. <laughs> I like it. The the song, I'm not going to lie, the song reminds me a little bit of a porno movie, but, you know, yeah, it's funny. It was, it's like a porno opening. You, like you about to announce something? Yeah, here's a, here's the next episode <laughs> of, of the porn nights in New York City. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, boys. All, All right. right. You have a good one. All right. All right, bye.